Hey, ¿qué pasa, Calexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, before we begin, like always, I'll thank my sponsors, my sponsors from the speechos, Jake, Sergio, and Jonathan. Also, I want to thank David Gastelum. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Imperial or San Diego counties, make sure you call David Gastelum, 760-235-9576. Um, he's not only a realtor, but he's an investor with over 20 years of experience, so um, he'll help you along the way with you know one of the most important investments in your life. I also want to thank my friends here at Calexico Brewing Company for allowing me to record today's episode here at the brewery. Um, thank you for that. Thank you for the space. And don't forget to come out and, and support and drink local beer. Um, and today, I'm really excited about today because, um, you know, I was going through this guy's Instagram and he's done some amazing work. Um, today we're here with Fernando Reza. Thank you for being here. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, like always, I, I like to start with, uh, with my guests telling time, us a little bit about, you know, themselves, you know, <coughs> little history as, uh, you know, you're here from the Valley. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, how you got into? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I was born in El Centro. Uh, I was born in Mexico City, moved to El Centro when I was about five. Uh, uh, grew up there. Um, <clears throat> I went up to school in L.A. and then. Um, a little bit after that, I got into uh, a friend of mine had a gallery up there and I went to a show. Actually, it was about the the TV show Lost back in like two, I think it was like 2006. Um, and it was just a, a really cool art show, a lot of like pop artists and everything. And uh, I went home that day. I had like a Photoshop and I was just messing around with it. And I just like for like a week, I just worked on posters and stuff. And uh, finally, like I submitted it to him and uh he liked it, so I, I got put in a show, and then kind of from there, I just uh, started working on stuff. Got I started, I went freelance a couple of years later. I put some stuff online. That kind of some of that stuff went viral, and uh, it just kind of just kept going from there. And it's, I've been doing it for about ten years now. So before that, like as a kid, you weren't like somebody that drew, or was it something that I, I would draw? I would definitely draw, but um, uh, I think I think uh, well, I, I would like I would mess around on MS Paint a lot, you know. I would, I would kind of like uh, just with the mouse and everything, and I would I would do a lot of stuff like that, and just kind of like silly stuff or just fun stuff. Um, but it wasn't until I uh, uh, until around around then around 2000, 2006, 2007 that I started actually just kind of like uh, committing to it and kind of like just kind of being disciplined about it and really uh, taking it seriously as a thing. So before that, um, you know, you you said you use um, MS Paint and then you said you had a, a Photoshop on your computer. But, you know, before you went to the gallery, you would use Photoshop as just, a, you know. Yeah, I kind of just had it. Actually, a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Danny Lee, if he's on out uh, there. But uh, yeah, he uh, he just dropped out of uh, uh, of uh, animation school. And so he he'd given me like kind of the, 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 the Adobe master suite kind of thing so i just had it on my computer it was taking up a bunch of space and i would sometimes like make little funny videos or something in after effects and uh but yeah so i, I just opened up the program started messing with it and uh just kind of just doing stuff that i'd seen back then i was doing a lot of like you know just copying a lot of old poster artists and stuff and just kind of just doing different takes on stuff and yeah it just kind of kind of went from there and then i got my own style and kind of developed it and kind of worked on it um so most of your your all of your artwork is done digital, and then you just most of the time. Sometimes I'll I'll, I'll draw it 
physically. I'll scan it in or I'll draw different elements and then scan them in and, and kind of uh, vector them or I'll go over them in Photoshop and color them and everything. Uh, but yeah, most of the time I'll just do it on, on an iPad. I'll use like maybe Procreate or something and just kind of like get the idea out and then kind of refine it in Photoshop. Do you feel more comfortable doing it um, like digital like than, than like on a you know sketchbook? Uh, it depends. It depends what it is. It depends on the project. Sometimes, I mean, if it's something that's very graphic-y and it, it's, it's very sharp and kind of vector, then it's definitely a lot easier on the computer and you could zoom in and everything and kind of do stuff like that. If it's something that I'm just trying to get the, just the brainstorming and just get ideas down on paper, it's definitely easier on paper to just kind of like experiment and, you know, just do different things. So it, it definitely depends on the project for sure. Um, it's crazy, like thinking about you know how you really weren't like into it, and then you got into Photoshop, like because Photoshop is not a like an easy program to use. It's something that you know takes time to like. Oh yeah, I, it's definitely like a thing that I learned like out of uh, necessity, and I still like I'll find like a, a new way to do something, and I like I never learned it like just base up like the the whole program, you know. So every now and then I'll just like maybe watch a tutorial or something, and I'll be like, whoa, I've been like something that would have taken me hours I could have just automated it and I had no idea so I still learn stuff like that all the time in Photoshop and Illustrator so it's um, some, you self-taught yourself yeah yeah pretty those programs definitely yeah uh, yeah yeah because sure. I mean it's, it's I've tried doing a little bit of Photoshop here and there I normally use GIMP since it's a free, a free oh, GIMP, yeah yeah I used, to, I used to use GIMP too yeah um, but yeah it's like I, I do like really simple basic stuff mm -hmm. and yeah like I do like YouTube videos to kind of like help me out oh yeah that's like the that. best yeah um, shout out to YouTube <laughs> yeah. for you know all the help for sure yeah it's, it's exactly like even for, for video editing when I edit stuff um, you know YouTube is like the number yeah. one go to to oh like, totally yeah to, um, to learn um, you've worked with a lot of like big companies. Mm -hmm. um, can you name us a couple of the? the yeah, uh, I I did a uh, uh, starting out like one of the one of the first big things I did. I worked. Uh, I did an outdoor campaign for Adult Swim, which is cool for a show called Eagle Heart. And so we did some posters, some billboards, uh, some uh, some murals in Brooklyn and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I did. Uh, I did an outdoor campaign for Disney. They they did a, a movie called McFarland USA uh, okay, yeah. a few years ago, and um, yeah, they hired me to do uh, the cover for the for one of the soundtracks, oh, uh, wow. the the poster campaign for the premiere. Uh, they I, I think they did a couple murals around McFarland around the area and stuff. That was really cool. Uh, yeah, just different things. And then uh, I, I linked up with a, a, some some agencies that'll just kind of uh, like I'll do freelance work maybe on with Fox or something on certain uh, they'll they'll reach out and I'll I'll do maybe like a movie poster or something every now and then. Right now, what I'm doing uh, a lot is I'm working with this gallery in Brooklyn who they'll buy the movie rights for kind of old cult movies, and then we'll make a poster together. And then it'll be an officially licensed poster, and we'll release it. They'll get mm -hmm. screen printed at uh, at like uh, there's there's a lot of like real uh, high end screen printing uh, um, houses like Valhalla or DNG, like um, a lot of a lot of really cool stuff. They do a lot of cool stuff with like foil and kind of different layers, and a, a lot of cool interesting things with you know they they do some really awesome work. So yeah, that's that's basically um, in my mind. how. How did you feel like when the first time like some big company reached out to you to tell you like, hey, what's up? Can you do a, some artwork for us or like? Oh, it was weird. I, like, well, it was definitely like I, I didn't feel like ready for it, you know, because it was like uh, I think the first one I got was like an offer. There was like uh, it was when that movie Super 8 was coming out. Oh, OK. You remember that movie? Yeah, like yeah. 
So they wanted to do, they just reached out to me and they're like, hey, like we're gonna, we're working on this movie. And it was like the ad agency that, that worked with the studio. And they were just like, do you have any ideas of what you could do? And I was like, I, I've literally, I think I'd been in like maybe two shows at that point. I hadn't done very much. And so I came up with this like idea to do like these lunch boxes. And uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't even know if I could print on the lunch boxes or what that process would be, but they liked the idea. And so I pitched them on it. They were all about it. And so, uh, I did the design and stuff, but it, it was really like, I was, it was like a learning thing. And I was so like timid to like pitch anything. I was like, I didn't know, uh, you know, it, it, it's very intimidating like to, to do it for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're talking to like freaking Yeah. And it's all going for approval and you kind of imagine like, Oh, maybe, you know, this person's going to see it. Maybe that person's going to see it, you know? And it's, it's, uh, it's definitely like, it's definitely intimidating. Uh, it's definitely interesting. Uh, but yeah, like since then it's, it's, it's gotten a little bit easier to kind of like be comfortable in my own skin about it and kind of like have some confidence in the ideas and kind of pitch them. With did, the, and did the, the, the lunchbox things, you know, get printed out or was it that kind of like ended? Well, we, I did the design, so they used the design for some stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, the lunchboxes never came together. The whole idea was like kind of intricate. It was going to be like a lunchbox, like an eighties lunchbox. Cause it was a very eighties based movie. Uh-huh. But in the movie, uh, there's like a, a monster in a train. And so, like, the monster's busting out of the train. That's part of the trailer. And so I was going to have the lunchbox be, like, really beat up from the inside oh, out, you know? Okay. And kind of be, like, the really damaged. Yeah, like, three, like, like 3D kind of, like... Yeah, kind of busted out. And I didn't know how I was going to do that or anything. So I kind of, like, just was like, listen, I need you guys to, like, do that. They're like, well, let's just go with the image. And so they, they use the image for a couple things, like, on oh, an wow. international thing or something. Do you um do you have, like, this broom full of your stuff that you've, you know, printed with? Like- I try to. I end up, like, most of the time, uh, like, I'll, I'll, I'll buy frames and stuff. And then I'll usually just... Uh, they'll end up, I'll end up using them for like a show or something and kind of like, I never get a chance to really set it up the way I want to, but it, yeah, I, I definitely am intending to. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it's crazy the how, how, you know, you went from, I'm just like going through the process of, you know, like you like going to a couple galleries and then, you know, doing a couple of shows and yeah. then hit, getting hit up by, by these companies. Yeah. It was, it was definitely, um, it was definitely like a couple, there was like a couple of things that kind of went into it. Like there was, I did this series of, uh, business cards back at a long time ago called day jobs. And it was just like, um, pop culture characters, like their business cards, like what they would look like, you know? Oh, okay. And so it was just like a rundown. It was like the Flintstones or like, you know, they were like, it was, and each one was like kind of stylized to the era or whatever. Uh-huh. And it was just like all these fictional companies and stuff. And that like blew up pretty big. And then a little while after that, I did, uh, the first thing, which is like kind of like our biggest thing that we, we've done is the, uh, we did the Marvel, or, I mean, not the Marvel, sorry. Um, uh, the Mario uh, propaganda series. So it's like a bunch of Mario posters in a World War II style. And uh, that went like real big. That, that went like to the front, like front page of Reddit and it was trending and it was all this stuff. And that's what really like that. After that, I was able to get, you know, uh, studio space and like, you know, like uh, really like go full time. I, I, you know, I, I didn't I quit my job and kind of like just did that full time. And yeah, it was, it, was, it was huge. What were you doing before? Before? Uh, just a bunch of like, you know, just small time jobs. I was, I was uh, like, uh, well, when I was down here before I'd moved away, I was, I was, I worked at the, uh, uh, Ivy press for a while. I was, oh. I was kind of a junior reporter. I did the, the stories of the, uh, what's it called? The stories of the week where you would kind of like, it'd be like, fi- like 50 years ago, 40 years ago or something like stuff oh, that okay. had happened in the Valley. You know? Uh, and then when I moved up to LA, I was working, uh, at like, a it was like a homeless shelter outreach program kind of thing. 
Uh, I worked at a couple of video stores up there. Just kind of like, you know. Just, video stores? Yeah, I did it at video stores. <laughs> That's how far back it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So you, um, I mean, I'm not trying to ask age, but you grew up in 80s, 90s, kind of? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 32, so yeah. Oh, okay. uh, so yeah, it was uh, uh, 80s, 90s, around that time. Yeah, because oh, I'm, sure. th I'm 37. And, you know, looking through your Instagram and through your art, you know, a lot of, a lot of, of the stuff that you draw is like, 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 kind of like my my childhood, like you know, oh yeah, yeah. Mario. Um, what else did I see that was? Oh, um, uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like wow, like so, like, and a lot of people say that nostalgia sells better than you know than sex. So like, yeah. I don't know if if you've noticed that people like like Definitely. the 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 demographic of age you know are they buying like people that are like kind of like my yeah. age are buying your stuff or yeah i think it really like disarms people for sure nostalgia like it really like makes people feel uh connected a lot more so uh if you hit them like in the in the right place there yeah like it definitely has an impact more um but like i try not to i try to put like a new spin on it maybe you know and like not have it to just be too kind of sappy and nostalgic you know what i mean i, I want it to have kind of a cool angle to it and kind of have like a different take on it yeah sometimes but yeah definitely have a nostalgia Again, I, i feel like it depends on on you know what what they're asking you to do right like yeah um so what is something that you know you prefer to draw like is it more um like pop culture stuff or uh yeah well, well um I, i definitely like the pop culture stuff for sure i mean that's that's the stuff that's kind of like Uh, there's like a, there, there's definitely been like this uh, a community of uh, of followers in that world. There's even a documentary that came out not so long ago called uh, 24 by 36, and it's all about kind of the underground uh, alter alternate movie poster scene. And there's a whole scene that's burned, like burgeoned up out of Austin and a couple other spots where like they have Mondo Gallery, Gallery 1988. That's the first I wanna, gallery I showed. I wanted to talk to you about that, but a little bit, <laughs> a little bit later. And they've um they've really brought up this whole this whole kind of new scene of like uh just different takes on these old movies and, and it's really exciting it's like really cool stuff and so i that's definitely rewarding when I, i can do something in that in kind of that vein i like to do uh just kind of like weird i know kind of, kind of like quirky stuff that like it's like just do for myself and then sometimes if that if that connects with people that's that's really rewarding so i like, I like to do that for sure do you feel that like most of the stuff that you do for like yourself is it more um more popular than than stuff that get you get asked to do like if, if a big company asks it me. definitely depends it definitely depends i mean sometimes sometimes like i'll do something and i'll be like wow this like reference is way too deep like no one's you know no one's gonna get it and then sometimes like a couple people do and like when people you know like i really like appreciate that you know uh but yes it, it definitely depends uh sometimes like i'll get i'll get like a like a like a more corporate job or something and and uh i'll like You know, I'll start like by not being too excited about it, but then I'll get into it and I'll, I'll definitely like start appreciating it more. So some, that can be like really rewarding too. What's the um like the process like? Say um, um, Marvel comes up to you and like says like we want a poster for I don't know, let's say Black Panther. Like, mm -hmm. what do you do, do? They give you like we want a little bit of this, a little bit of that, or is it just like it's it's real specific a lot of times. Like so so a lot of times they'll have uh, because the people that buy the rights they'll the, it's a very kind of specific breakdown like sometimes they'll have likeness rights in which case you can use the kind of the actors faces but in those cases you might have to get approval from the actor themselves to to use it uh sometimes they'll uh it'll be something that you just kind of like just 
kind of get the emotion of the movie where you can't really show anything in particular. It's real sensitive. Like, you know, maybe they don't want to reveal anything or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely varies. And, and, you know, sometimes it'll be like, if it's a movie that's going to come out, sometimes you'll get to see a trailer of it. Sometimes you'll get to see maybe just a few pictures. I, I worked on Guava Island recently, uh, the Donald Glover movie that he did with oh, Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was like, that was like super locked down. I got to see n- almost nothing, you know? <laughs> Uh, and there was just a couple of photos and stuff and they had very specific directions. So on that stuff, you can't really, there's not a lot of room and Were you, you got to branch out. Yeah. So you got to kind of like, just kind of gauge where the vibe is and kind of find some kind of vis- find, put a visual to it. And that can be a little tough. Uh, but yeah, it definitely varies from, from job to job and it's, it's very specific to whatever it is, you know, do, do you feel like you do better when it's like more of a, you know, directions like, Oh, this is, or like when you're like, you know, just go at it you know whatever you that's a good question i don't it depends on if it's something that i've already connected with then i can you know then i prefer to just be like go go nuts with it and just do something if it's something that i'm kind of like you know don't know very much about and i'm just trying to kind of glean something from it then you know direction's important uh but yeah it, i mean it, it definitely it it can it definitely changes from job to job for sure um do you have a a, a piece that that you were like like surprised that it went you know viral like what's the biggest piece that you're like oh crap i didn't think it was in oh yeah okay well last year so uh last jedi came out you know and it kind of you know I, th- I thought every everyone kind of like appreciated it, but then eventually i don't know if you heard about the like the blowback on it where everyone was really upset with it and they mm-hmm. there's a, a whole movement against it and <laughs> a, you know, a lot of people had a lot of issues with it so Last year, I was watching it, and I was just thinking... I'd heard about this... I don't know if you heard about this thing where they wanted to remake The Last Jedi. Mm. So a bunch of fans got together, and they were really angry about it, and they wanted Luke to be tougher in it. You know, they wanted him to be more prominent. They want, They thought that uh, the character of Rey was too prominent and too... Uh, it's called a Mary Sue, where, like, a girl character is kind of uh, given free reign to be, like... Uh, you know, like everybody in the script, everybody in the movie loves her, and she's basically overpowered to the level that it ruins the movie. That's the allegation, right? Mm-hmm. And so everybody was upset about it. And they said they wanted to remake it, which I thought was crazy. So I did a, a fake movie poster, kind of of the remake, where it has like Luke Skywalker, and he's like totally like ripped, and he has like a gun, <laughs> and like Ray's like cooking a meal in the kitchen. You know what I mean? It's like totally like just silly and ridiculous. And I put that up, and it just blew up it was crazy i did i was expecting maybe i was like oh maybe i'll print out like 10 of these and just kind of sell them as a joke or something yeah and it blew it like crazy blew up the director uh responded to it Reem oh, johnson really? yeah mark hamill responded to oh, it wow. like it was it was pretty huge and we, we yeah like that was that was crazy i didn't expect that at all so when it comes to stuff like that where you're like you're like oh i'm gonna do a poster like on my own like and you want to sell it how does it how does it work with like the licensing and stuff like that well so that's what that's where you got to be careful because like sometimes uh you know especially now i try to go like super you know just whatever i only sell licensed stuff and so unless it's like something that i feel is like enough of a spoof or like that it's you know that it has enough of its own original take i try to stay away from selling stuff other than that you know and then um just hold out for if i have a really good idea for a movie poster maybe i'll pitch it to if i find out who has the rights to it i'll pitch it to them and see if we can work on something together uh so, but so for the most part i try to do it that way because it's a little bit safer unless i unless it's like a you know like an idea that is 
uh, far away removed and it's like enough of a of a you know kind of alternate take on on the thing or whatever i'm like saying something with it you mm-hmm. know or it's like an artistic take then then i'll yeah it's kind of like um like when it comes to like youtube like um you know how like you can do parody stuff yeah but sometimes like there's a borderline where like it's like parody or copyright stuff like so it's it's similar to like yeah it's really like you know it's really in the weeds luckily like this whole genre of like alternate movie posters like has been pretty well received by the people that are making the movies i mean you know the fact that they like have reached out to me to do stuff and they've reached out to other artists to do stuff is is amazing and you know it it kind of shows that there's like kind of a you know a symbi- like a synergy to the relationship where like they you know they benefit we benefit and we can kind of work together on stuff and so they've had a lot of like grace towards artists and let them kind of yeah, that's, cool. that's cool because you know if you think about it, at the end of the day, like it'll kind of like bring back the popularity of the if if, yeah. it's, if it's an older movie, like people will be like if they don't know what it is, uh, like they'll go and search it and maybe even watch oh, it. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. So that, it's kind of like point. you know like promote a little bit of promotion, free promotion yeah. for them. So you know it it seems like uh, common sense to kind of like let it go, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of been the vibe, and you know can definitely appreciate that because there's I mean definitely early on I would you know be a lot more cavalier about it and kind of just put stuff out without really thinking twice about it and so luckily i've kind of reined that in a little bit and kind of just stuck to just kind of legit things and so yeah i mean it's better to play it safe than Mm -hmm. you know especially to like maintain relationships with these with everybody and kind of just you know not step on anyone's toes or anything you know too egregious so have you had a chance to meet like um actors because of the work you've you've done a couple of times there's been a couple of things like uh well we got to go to like the premiere of the McFarlane movie which is cool we got to meet everybody from that movie uh and sometimes if there's a like um if there's a project maybe I'll you know get to hear someone on an intercom every now and then you know what I mean uh so I, I don't I, I'm trying to think of like well like at shows and stuff so like I'll like if we if I do a show through like we've done a couple shows through Gallery nineteen eighty eight that were pretty high profile, and they'll get like the studios involved. Mm-hmm. Like we did the Avengers show back in twenty twelve for the first Avengers movie, and they had a bunch of uh, it was it was actually really cool. They had a bunch of the the actors there, and they had the like a big the art show, and they had like these cupcakes. It was actually like a challenge on one of those cupcake shows oh, to okay. make Avenger cupcakes, and that like that was the that was the big like if you won you got to be you, yeah. your cupcakes were featured or whatever. So yeah, it, it, like you get to. A little bit, like you definitely get to run into some people. It's That's cool. cool. Um, tell us a little bit of the uh, gallery 1980, 1988. Um, I, I kind of like follow it because of a YouTuber that I, uh, I listened mm-hmm. to. Um, Steve, I don't know if you know Steve Saragosa. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I, I listened. Why well, I've been a fan since he was in. So- hey guys, sorry for the interruption, but it's time to pay some bills. So here's a word from one of our sponsors. All right, so now back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Sourcefit. And um, I kept, I've actually met him like two, three or four times. Oh, cool. Right um, and actually, I was listening to his podcast yesterday. And they were talking about, you know, Gallery 1988. And, you know, it's, it's they were kind of like promoting it because, you know, they do a lot of cool shit. Like, you know, like the stuff you do, like, yeah, yeah. it's like kind of like they're. Oh, can we cuss? I don't know if we could cuss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, crazy. Okay. <laughs> I would like to change some of my answers. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I oh, mean, God. it's. Uh, I don't think kids listen to the shit. So. All right. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit what Gallery 1988 is. Yeah, Gallery 1988, it's like the first, uh, real pop culture, uh, gallery that started up. It was like, yeah, it was definitely like the first one I remember is pop, it popping up on like, you know, like I was on Tumblr, like the promos, and like I remember seeing their stuff. It like, you know, it's run by Jensen and Katie, like they've, they've been running it for years. And, uh, I remember the first thing I saw from them, uh, 
well, the first time I attended was the Lost show because I was just a huge fan of Lost. But before that, I remember seeing like these cool matchbooks, and I, I forgot the artist who made them. Um, but they were like these matchbooks, and um, they had like paintings on the, the top of the matchbooks, these tiny paintings. They also had these like family portraits of like famous families from movies. They had like the Torrances from The Shining and stuff, and they just looked like these like funny like sketched like family portraits and kind of like oval frames. And I just thought it was amazing. It's like it's it's such a cool place because it's it's like the middle ground between like snobby high end art and kind of you yeah. know like just. Like you know, kind of silly, like nerdy, like, yeah, nerd. yeah, nerdy stuff, and it's kind of like a little bit more elevated. It's kind of like curated. It's cool, um, yeah. It's it's been awesome. I, I just did a show with them last month. Uh, they did a uh, a Yu Gi Oh show for a, the anime thing in L A. Like so, they had a oh, big yeah. anime fest in L A. Mm-hmm. And so they got uh, Yu Gi Oh and Konami like approached them to like host the show, oh, wow. and it was a lot of fun. Like I didn't I didn't know anything about Yu Gi Oh, but uh, <laughs> like I like kind of like you know. I, started researching i just did like a, a long night with you know just like getting into it and it was cool i mean uh i ended up doing this piece where uh i don't know if you've seen that banksy piece where he sold he sold a, a print and it kind of it came down and got shredded yeah so i did the same thing like i got this uh replica of like a eight thousand dollar card that they have i think it's the the forbidden one or something like that and so I just, I brought it down and like, I just cut it with scissors and it was like halfway out of the frame, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. And so I was selling it for like $8,000. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's fun, man. They always, they always do a lot of cool shows. Like a lot of it's, the topics are really cool. They, they, uh, the, um, the group shows are always fun. They do a crazy for cult show every year. It's just a bunch of cult movies. I, they've been doing it. I think it's on like the eighth year. Every other year, like they do a couple books where they just compendiums where they just have all the artwork in there. And those are always cool. Yeah, some some of my, like the stuff that I've had the most fun doing is definitely for Gallery 19, 1988 shows. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, uh, I know it's in LA, but like I hardly like I'm not a big traveler, so like, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, that's one of my my on my bucket list and go to the gallery and, and yeah, buy something. Yeah, cool, man. We uh, we did a WWE show last year for SummerSlam with them, and uh, it was like super like tied in with wwf wwf or wwe sorry was like there like they uh a bunch of the wrestlers came out for the show i think stephanie mcmahon came out for like the the opening like yeah it's cool stuff man for sure yeah and it's and i i think that a lot of people don't don't know about the i mean especially in the valley don't know about that that gallery you can follow them on instagram i mean i mean if you don't if you can't go to the gallery you can buy stuff online from yeah there. everything goes online after the after the show closes so like i mean follow them on instagram and then you know check out their their yeah. their, their, their website but it's a lot of cool stuff that that's like related to like 90s 80s kids yeah and sure. maybe like even some like stuff from from before like cult, like you said cult movies that mm-hmm. you know people watch um but yeah, it's it's really um, fun, you know, the take that you know these the artists that that are, are are shown there that you know they take on on movies yeah. or shows or cartoons and whatnot. I also shout out to um, there's another gallery uh, in in San Francisco, Spoke Art. They're like one of the best ones too. They're they're awesome. Like a great time working with them and uh, Bottleneck Gallery in Brooklyn. It's they're all kind of the same genre, same vibe, a little bit and. Uh, yeah, they're all great. They're all, they're they're all just kind of putting out amazing stuff always. So it's like it's become like a really cool kind of like close knit community of artists and gallery owners and stuff that we we all kind of work together and kind of just it, it, it's a lot of fun. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I met you at the um, at the uh, art walk. That's mm-hmm. how, um, and I saw some of the paintings that you did. And uh, on the ones that you brought, you 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 had like a 
like a valley like you know kind of like poking joke at you know valley stuff like yeah dipping the duck um the haystacks stuff like that right right yeah. can you tell us a bit about you know the, the art that you brought to the art walk yeah yeah um so about uh like when we moved back down we, we were up in la for about 10 years and then we moved back down um and i really wanted to do like kind of an art show down here that was just kind of embracing the valley and just kind of like you know a lot of people that move away they kind of have like this terrible uh, kind of idea of the valley and they kind of like but um it's weird because it's like in these small towns especially these small like desert towns and stuff it feels like there's you don't really have a sense of uh at least i didn't you know growing up like you know it, everyone that i grew up with that was going to move away kind of had that vibe where they yeah. didn't like it here so it, it was hard to kind of get like feel a sense of community and everything so i wanted to do something that kind of just showed the things you know that are connecting people in the valley for sure like you know like i i did a series of portraits of like small town heroes so it has like these people that we all kind of recognize but we might not all you know maybe we don't talk to them or anything but everyone notices and kind of is just like oh yeah the, the, we all know this, yeah. this guy's like the guy that salutes the flag every day out yeah your wife showed the, me those 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 yeah and uh the the guy from pizza hut with the kind of crazy <laughs> afro mullet thing you yeah. know and these are just people that are, you know, just we, we know. And then, like, the little the little prints are kind of just, like, uh, a take on, like, you know, the water tower, a bunch of these things, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I just I just wanted to do something kind of hometown with a hometown vibe that's cool. People could relate to and that was fun and lighthearted, you know. Um, how important do you feel that, you know, to use your your like your art for like ac activism, like uh, to talk about, you know, politics and, and you know, I don't know, like st stuff that is impacting, you know, the world, like, I yeah. don't know, say climate change or whatnot, like stuff like that. Uh, now, now that you have like this, um, this following, how important do you feel like it's, it's, it is for you to kind of like use it as a. Oh, it's important. It's definitely important. It's, it's definitely tough these days, you know, because it's so kind of overwhelming, everything that's coming out and everything, you know, yeah. so, but it's, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's also tough to find like a space where like you're, saying what you want to say but you're not just like you know just letting it all out there and it's just like you're just screaming like a crazy person you know what i mean or just doing picture after picture where you're like about the camps or something but it, that's what it feels like everyone should be doing you know what i mean because it's so crazy so i don't you know i don't know it's a it's a tough it's a tough line to draw so every now and then i'll, I'll like just want to say something and maybe i'll put something out and then maybe i'll be like all right let you know just ease off for a little while. It's, it's it's a hard thing to do you know what i mean because i i it's tough, especially for me, because my stuff is very, you know, it's very pop art. It's very lighthearted and everything. And so I don't want to, like, I, people, it's a little bit of escapism for people. So I don't want to, you know, take that space that people are going to for a little escapism and kind of, like, beat them over the head with politics or anything, yeah. you know. So I kind of got to draw the line somewhere. But I definitely think it's important. And I think I, I definitely think it's a, it's the thing that's worth saying. And it, it's, you know. It, it's, it's yeah, definitely. I feel that like to me. Uh, the other day, I got um, somebody from Hikari reached out to me, and 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 they have this podcast, and they're like, "Hey, can you tell us a little bit about you know um, Trump's um, you know presidential run for the 2020?" Blah blah blah. And I kind of like started recording something, and I was like, "It's so um, um, overwhelming. Like you're afraid to put something out there, and like kind of like." You know, get all this backlash because you put your your opinion or or, or yeah the, yeah I, well yeah I mean it is and you know it's it's not just the it's the backlash for sure but then it's just like now you're 
you have to, now you just have to do that all the time you know yeah you like become this, a, this yeah like now now you just, that's your job which you know you know i like i'll do that though like every now and then like i'll like i'll get on like reddit or something like with a with like a throwaway account and i'll just go like into the donald and just like start you know like talking trash all day <laughs> just to get it out you know what i mean and you can only do one comment you know because then you'll get kicked out yeah um but um, have you seen um jim carrey's art on yeah uh, yeah yeah how do, how do you feel about his i think it's cool i think i think, I think it's cool but you know like the, it is a. Uh, well, you know, it's it's it, it's it's the thing that I I think like you know like if if I go full tilt with like you know just being like oh I w- I just want to do like something political I might end up just doing that and kind of like you know and then I don't I don't know, you know I don't even know what I'd be doing at that point, you know what I mean it'd just be too crazy yeah uh, but no I think it's awesome what he's doing I th- I, th- I think it's really cool like uh, uh you know yeah cool. I mean it, it's 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 different and and he's like I mean I saw this episode I think it was, he was on. Comics and uh, running uh, cars, uh, comedians and cars, or yeah. something. Comedians and coffee and cars, yeah, something, uh, like, something that like that. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, Seinfeld, yeah, yeah. He was on, he was on the show, and and he showed him his art, and it was like, wow, this guy is really talented. Mm-hmm. Like to 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 like kind of like be out there, like create like this funny comedian, and then like do this this art. He's he's pretty talented. Yeah, yeah. And have you seen his movie with the one with the when the when he was in the Andy Coffin uh, movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a oh, it's, shout out to Andy Kaufman, man. Yeah, yeah, my favorite. Yeah. Um, you you recently did a uh, like a portrait of a, like kind of like a children's book for Andy Ruiz. Yeah, did has he reached out to you or? or? Yeah, well, no, I, he didn't reach out to me, but I was when he came down. Uh, we went to uh, to to see him at the you know the the, the parade and everything, and then after that they had a, a little event where you could meet and greet. And uh, yeah, I was able to meet his family, and uh, they liked the print, and they gave him a bunch of prints. Um, he he signed a couple. He he said he said he liked it that it looked like his son and everything. So, oh really? Yeah, it was awesome, man. It was, it was, <laughs> yeah, dude, they, that, that fight was just so amazing. It's crazy, it was crazy. Huh? Oh, yeah, I, I I talked about it um, in the episode after the, the week after you won, uh-huh. and it's just crazy how he even got to be in that fight. Yeah, it was the story's crazy. I remember going out to see him like at StubHub when he was fighting and everything, and just how uh, it was back when he was with Bob Arum, and Bob Arum would always, you know, he was supposed to be his promoter, but he was always kind of talking trash about him and putting him down a little bit. And yeah, I, I, the guy was obviously talented. It was crazy his hand speed and everything. And, you know, I remember the Joseph Parker fight, staying up for that to watch that, and it's just amazing the way he's come come through, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's really crazy. <laughs> Um, being from somebody from the valley, that's you kind of like you know not kind of but like you've made it big and, and you've you've worked with all these big companies. There's mm. there's something that you kind of like if if a kid from the valley like would ask for advice, what would you tell him about somebody that's an artist? Because I don't know if you got to see the some of the artists at the Art Walk or just, yeah yeah definitely yeah. What would you tell like somebody that's from here that kind of like wants to like you know go out to LA or somewhere like New York or whatever to yeah I would tell them you know just keep working on what you're doing just you know gain confidence in your voice and what and you know find find the style that works for you keep on it you know if you're from reach out to me you know because I'm I'm trying to put together a little uh little gallery space or something and kind of just focus on local artists and stuff so yeah anything I could do to help to like help build that spirit down here would be awesome yeah and, and I feel that well El Centro has this big you know this kind of like a big group um, you know the downtown group um, Jared yeah. you know they do a good job of you know they've created this community where you know yeah. they, they, they always put on sh- like last night they had a little art walk kind of mm-hmm. like 
uh, impromptu um, artwork. Um, but I feel like Kalexinko kind of like needs that. Where I mean, they did the artwork, but they only did like every so often. But I feel that um, El Centro has that that downtown area where I yeah. mean, it's kind of hard because they're trying to keep it alive as to you know, because it's 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 you know it's kind of like going the business and 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 the the, the infrastructure in downtown is kind of like you know going. Oh yeah, that's that's a big thing. Uh, that's the big thing about downtown. It's it's tough to get people to come out, and so you you, you know I've been doing shows out there and and helping out where I can, like, in just kind of advice or whatever and helping that grow. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely a challenge to get people to come out there. Uh, but when people do, I mean, they love it. Like, the, the shows out there are so much fun. Like, and the, you can tell that the art, the art, all the artists there have built this community. You know what I mean? You get, you got these people that you see out there all the time and they're, 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 they're doing their art and it's, it's, you see their progress that they're growing and everything. And it's, it's just really cool, like, the, what's happening down there. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely something that you want to see everywhere, and that's the first step to getting these these uh, areas to come up. You know, that you see the artist communities build up and start uh, working with the city and maybe beautification projects or stuff yeah. like that, and you places start coming up. You know, people start coming out, be feeling more comfortable. It's the first line of you know. Yeah, I feel that you know when you give um, like artists or like young people like that opportunity to like do like a mural, mm-hmm. they kind of like feel like you know there's a uh, like ownership you know this is this is mine so like they kind of keep an eye out of it you know so like it yeah. kind of like makes more ice like to kind of like keep the city you know looking clean and totally and, and yeah that's a good point yeah totally so you know I, I i always talk about you know the people from from el centro because i feel like i i follow them on instagram and, and that's how i kind of like a lot of the artists that i that i've been talking to like interviewing is like mm-hmm. through instagram like you know going to hashtags and stuff like that and, and that's how i you know, get to, you know, discover like all these, this hidden talent. Cause it might, to like people that are in that little group, it might not be, might not seem hidden. But to us that aren't like really looking for it, you know, it's like, wow, you know, these guys are doing some amazing job. And, and, and yeah, yeah, and, totally. And that bringing that sense of community to the, to the valley, you know, it's, it's important because, um, I don't know, it's, it's just like when you see the, like these articles were like, you know, the unemployment rate and, and, you know the homelessness and all this stuff like it, it, it kind of like i feel like you know having that sense of community kind of like helps everybody you know yeah yeah in, yeah. in the valley so so yeah I, um you know it's it's crazy because like probably like not um 90 of my episodes i talk about you know the el centro group mm-hmm. so and it, it's oh, that's awesome man that's, yeah. that's really cool yeah no it, it, it's it, and definitely like going out there it's uh especially if you go on the right night you know and, and there's like a show opening or something it feels like you found some like a secret thing that's going on. Yeah, you know? it feels it really feels like a like a kind of a hidden thing and like you're part of something that's growing. I remember when we first moved down, I was like I had all these ambitions. I was like, oh, I'm gonna start an art walk down here. I'm gonna start an art show. People are gonna you know I'm gonna spread culture. Like I was gonna bring it down. You know like you know and it was all here, man. It was all here. It was always has been here. Like there's always been that movement down here. There's always been talent down here, and you know it was awesome. Like I I. I First, you know, I I think Ernie and Jessica over at Strangers, and then I met Jared, and then I uh, Liz at Tandik. I mean, everyone everyone there is kind of like just has this this mentality of just community and kind of building people up and stuff. Yeah, and it, exactly. it's just been amazing just to be a part of it and just kind of like see people there and just you see the you see the people coming out. You know, people that maybe would just stop by for one show, then you see them at you know everybody's shows, and it's, you start seeing it grow and everything. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. <clears throat> yeah, and I feel like because 
I haven't been to a show, and it's mainly because like I don't feel like my my family is like kind of like I want to bring everybody like kind of like Sean, but they're like, yeah. oh no, we got something going on. Okay, but I kind of want to bring them so that they get that like we're like, oh god, yeah. this is really fun, and 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 you know, there's amazing artists and like kind of like so that we can keep going as a family and and you know building that sense of community. Yeah, yeah, and that's definitely what I, I definitely want it to move in that direction where you know it's people can bring their families, people can come out and you know have a good time there and feel safe and feel, you know, like it's a comfortable environment and like just feel kind of the, just the sense of community and, and love out there, you know? So, yeah. so yeah, I hope, I hope, you know, I hope you do because it's, it's really cool. Like we just did, um, well, we did the Jason Jackson show. I don't know if you heard about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was people, people like really responded to it, man. It was, it was amazing. And you know, it, like every, I think everybody, when they, when they first heard about it, thought it was going to be kind of a very like pointed kind of like, kind of like uh angry kind of protest show but it wasn't it was it was a, it was a very like uh it was it was a lot of it was like fun it was it was very tongue in cheek very uh fun and kind of like inclusive you know people people like a lot of people there like some people cried you know what i mean people were like into it it was it was, it was amazing it was a lot of fun that's crazy so. um the last couple of episodes i talked to people who were um i talked to carla cordero and i don't know if you heard of her She's a poet from Calexico, but she lives in San Diego. She's a professor, and she's okay. super young. I'll send I'll, I'll, I'll send you her link so you can check out her, her stuff. Cool. Um, and then I, I, I spoke to this other artist from Calexico, um, Roberto Pozos. He's kind of like um, old. Uh, oh, I saw. Yeah, I came out here when, oh, okay. he, when he did a show. Here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I spoke to him, and, and one thing that we talked about and we focused on was uh, kind of like the Chicano vibe. Um, mm-hmm. Did you... Are, do you um you know uh I, I don't know like do you feel like you're in, in that vibe or is it like something that you don't well it's it's definitely like a vibe like it it it's a vibe that i'm in you know what i mean i like i, I live in i live in it you know what i mean and it, it i mean you know i've i'm uh uh second generation uh, Mexican American. I, I, I mean, well, no, no, I mean, I was from Mexico. That's what I'm talking about. No, <laughs> no so you know, like, I, you know, like all my family, most of my family's in Mexico City. You know what I mean? Uh, so and moving down here and up in LA, like, you know, I'm real good friends with Ernesto. You know, Ernesto Urena, yeah, who's who, he does amazing, yeah. uh, you know, cultural like culturally significant art and stuff. So it's definitely like. A vibe. I don't know if it's permeated its way into my artwork. I, I you know, I, my stuff's a lot more pop culture, culture yeah. heavy, and uh, you know, it's it's kind of a different vibe. But I, I think that in, in some aspect, it's got to you know bleed through. You know what I mean? Because just that's you know that's my life. It's my day to day. So uh, it's it's not been a, a thing that I've tried to pursue in, in its own right. But uh, who knows? You know, maybe 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 it will. I'll. I'll start you know maybe I'll, I'll go down that path but as of right now i think it's just whatever you know if, it, if it's it's in there if it's in there it's in there because that's who i am you know? yeah yeah because i feel that because we were talking about you know people from the valley that they don't have like uh they want to move away and stuff like that and i feel that uh, the majority of the people who who grew up here and then they they go away um they kind of like you know get that um they realize the fact that you know being here like we're, we're in this bubble where like we really don't face um you know this uh maybe like um kind of like racism like you know we're mexican and we live in community that's 
90%, you know, Hispanic. Yeah. So, like, going away to, like, a bigger city, you might face that, you know, discrimination where it comes to, like, oh, you're, you're brown. And, 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 and I feel that, you know, a lot of the people that, I, that I've talked to, like, that's what happened. Like, you know, being here, like, they felt comfortable going away. And that's when they, they that's the reason I ask, like, because you, you live in a big, bigger city. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you've found that need to, like, kind of, like, identify as a, as a Chicano or, you know, going to that, that, that community. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I appreciate that community for sure, you know, and it's definitely played a role in, in my life. But I think that, uh, and, I, and I think you'll find discrimination everywhere. I, you know, I, I think I probably found more, uh, at least on the surface, like, you know, racism probably down here. I, well, it might be just because, you know, the people that I was around in L.A. were probably, you know, is, is it definitely like a, a little, like, enclave of like you know it's kind of self-enclosed i think it, it really depends but i think i think when it comes to you know the chicano community and everything i think it's there for for everyone everyone who needs i mean you know everyone's getting everyone who grows up grows up in this experiences shares it and it's there to kind of lift you up and hold you you know give you strength when you need it and it's there. you know it's always there and you know you contribute to it you, you take from it and it's, it's just a thing that we all share and kind of uh, it's kind of this ecosystem of yeah, kind of like a, kind of like a religion, you know. Like yeah, there's a lot of times like like you don't feel like any religion, like a religion, but like when you're down, like you're like yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. that, uh, it's like it's like this this net that like lifts everybody up, you know what I mean? And and uh, you know you do what you can to like, contribute to it and kind of give back. And as long as everyone's doing that, you know, it, it's 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 a good thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a you know I'd never thought about it that way, and 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 it, and it is a you know that kind of like a like a smaller or like a religion where like you know you need you need or or, or like a, yeah like like family like you need a yeah yeah you're, you're, you're feeling down or alone and you go you go and, and, and seek, seek help from them yeah That's you cool. go back to the well yeah um so like is there anything else that you would like to add that you know we didn't talk about today um just, i just want to say that uh it's uh the city councils down here are going nuts. I just want to say that <laughs> we're, what's, we're what's going on here, where in Calexico? You know, all over. I don't know if you've noticed. It's been pretty wild. It's the summer. I think it's the heat. Is the heat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been crazy, man. I don't know. <laughs> but um, you know, if you want to plug your Instagram, your, your oh sure, yeah, uh, yeah, follow me at Fro Design at Fro Design Co on Instagram. Uh, we're looking to get an art space hopefully soon, so we'll we'll probably be doing some local shows and everything. So follow us to stay ahead of that. And yeah, cool, cool. Uh, where fro fro is like fro? Where does it come from? Or uh, well, my name is Fernando, so like the, it just kind of gotten shortened. Fro. When I was little, I had like a like I slicked back my hair, but it was like very the volume was intense. So you know, oh, okay. that's kind of where that came from. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> well, Fernando, um, I want to thank you again for you know taking the time off and and and, and doing the podcast today. Um, I was super excited because you know I saw your stuff and I was like, man, this guy's like super talented. Um, I can't oh, believe you, like man. I can't believe like I you know before because I saw your your Andy Ruiz um, print and I was like, man, this guy's pretty, this this is pretty cool. That's I think that's when I started following you on yeah. Instagram, and um, like I can't believe, especially since you you showcase at uh, 1988. You know, I follow I follow them on Instagram. Like I can't believe I, I didn't even know you're from from here from the valley. Oh, and, that's and, awesome. Well, thank you, know, you man. Thank and, you. And, and, and 
Yeah, and, and shout out to like yeah, Stephen and and I don't know if you know Mike Falzone. He's also a YouTuber slash stand up comedian from from the LA area. He sounds familiar. He yeah. used to work at SourceFed as well. Oh, okay, right on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They they they, they talk a lot, a lot about you know, uh, Gallery nineteen eighty eight. You know, they're kind of in the same range of my age where you know they like all these um especially like the posters and, and stuff like that that, oh, that cool. you guys make in the yeah, right sell there um but yeah um, you know make sure that everybody that's listening make sure you follow fernando on, on instagram um go to his his website and you know check out his art that you can you know buy from him um the Ander, andy ruiz um print is there how you, you can buy it from from you on the website i don't think i have that for i, I might have it at first i have to check but uh, you know, I, I got to get the clear from him. It's all clear, so I don't get you know knocked out. So. <laughs> I'll check in on that. I think he'll be he'll be okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, thank you again. Um, and yeah, see you guys in the next one. Peace. All right, man. Thank you.